You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys Tim Takis, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready, because aging starts now. Hi, welcome to another episode of Aging Starts Now. I'm Barbara McGinnis, a partner and certified elder law attorney at Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law. Today, we're talking about caring for mom at home and how the best intentions without a backup plan can go terribly wrong. Joining me today for the discussion is fellow partner and certified elder law attorney, Tim Takis. Tim, I know we've seen a thing or two. Um, and this yeah, we one sure case, have. Yeah, mm-hmm. this one case, uh, we had a caller whose sister in Alabama planned to care for mom at home until the end. And sister did care for mom for several years. No real records were kept concerning how mom's funds were spent or what kind of special expenditure she's had. And that was fine with everybody in the family because sister was caring for mom and they were appreciative. And sister could do whatever she needed to do to pay for mom's care. Well, as you can imagine, things start unraveling. Yes, when what the, could go wrong, right? Exactly. When the time came, as it usually does, that sister could no longer care for mom. And she wanted brother to take over mom's care and for mom to move to Tennessee into an assisted living facility or maybe even to a nursing home and try to get on Medicaid. Well, now things were starting to get really complicated because not only did mom not have money left, that's part of the reason, I guess, why sister couldn't care for her any longer, but mom didn't have any money, but she also didn't have records of how her money was spent. Um, And the only plan this family had was this sister taking care of mom until she died. Well, now they're facing a crisis that could have been avoided with better planning. What happens when there's no contingency plans, Tim? What do you tell people? Sure. What happens is, is that when there's no contingency plan, there's, we basically, we we think about a backup plan. You know, our, our families come to us and they, they, they think they've got everything planned out. You know, I'm taking care of mom. Mom's doing fine now. Blah 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 blah. You know, and inevitably, we always have to ask them: Is well, what happens if something happens to you? You know, and we've had people, spouses, children go. Well, you know, I never thought about that. You know, and then of course, in this case, you know, the the contingency. You know, there was no contingency plan, you know, and the what if actually happened? The the sister died. You know, and then the family finds itself always reacting to events. You know, and, and maybe they'll get lucky, but in this case, you know, maybe they won't. Yeah. So do you think this family's going to be able to apply for Medicaid to help mom stay, you know, get care in a nursing home? Well, certainly, you know, we would we would never tell somebody not to apply for Medicaid, but at the same time, um, it's sort of a yes, but, you know, the, the, you know, one of the questions I would have in that case would be is, you know, mom was in Alabama and she moved to Tennessee. Well, Tennessee has specific criteria, medical criteria, 
that 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 she that that a ten care applicant has to meet uh, in order to get benefits. Yeah, and it's probably one of the strictest medical criteria in the country. Yeah. You know, so we don't know whether she's going to pass what we call a pre-admission evaluation. You know, will she be able to meet uh, Medicaid or as we or as TenCare as we call it? Will she be able to meet the verification requirements? Verifications is basically our word for will show us. You know that you know show us where your money went. Yeah, the paper you know, trail of how you spent your money over the last several years. Right. You know, and if the if the idea is is that mom's going to move to maybe an assisted living, you know, you know, are there assisted livings uh, where she is moving that accepts Medicaid? You know, not all of them do. Yeah, in and fact, most of them don't. No, and even if they true. do, they it it doesn't pay for much, and it's exactly. Know. Yeah, and, and so you know, and even then, if she wants to move to an assisted living, can she meet the admission criteria? Because in Tennessee and maybe in other states, a, a an assisted living facility is a licensed healthcare facility, and they cannot an assisted living facility cannot admit a resident who doesn't meet their medical criteria. And in Tennessee, that is is that. You know, can they leave the building essentially in, a, in an emergency, essentially unaided within 13 minutes? Right. You know, so all of those are all those are sorts of things that had the you know had the family thought ahead, you know, and said, okay, what if mom needs to move to Tennessee because maybe the daughter, you know, the sister, you know, obviously she died, but what if she got worn out? She got caregiver burnout. She moved to Alaska, you know, all, all those sorts of things that could happen. You know, those are the types of things that the family would want to, they would want to know those things before they actually embarked on this. So the idea of moving to Tennessee, because that's where one of her children resides, may or may not be a good idea because of our medical necessity criteria to receive right. 10 care here. So it may or may not work. She's out of money. So Medicaid is in her future. Mm -hmm. uh, what level of care she needs is a question. And it, it may just mean that we need, they need to evaluate, cast a wider net, evaluate where, where else she could go perhaps in Tennessee. But if she comes to Tennessee and she meets the medical necessity criteria for nursing home level of care, there is a hardship Exception. Yeah, I was just thinking about hardship and, too. Mm -hmm. And so I really, I don't like hanging my hat on no. on hardship, but the state does have a system for that. And, and it, it may work in this situation if all the other stars align. It, it could be a saving grace for her. It, it really could when you think about it is, is that, I mean, obviously it's, it's easy to prove that the, you know, the sister had passed away. You know, and you can, you know, if you have enough proof on that and, you know, and nobody thought that, well, you know, that that, you know, that that situation was going to continue, you know, was not going to continue. But, you know, one of my favorite sayings here uh, is from um, John Thane, who, if anybody knows that name, he was the ex-CEO of Merrill Lynch back when the Great Depression or recession hit in the, o in the OOs. And his statement, uh, he, 
was relying on the world continuing to look like it used to look is a really bad idea. Oh, there's a lot of truth in that, right? Mm -hmm. And a lesson for, for this family and for other families, there could have been a better course of action, right? right. Instead of just assuming daughter met well, she probably had, went into it best of intentions, taking care of mom forever, but let's play devil's advocate. Uh, and what if that doesn't work out? Right. How, how can, what do we need to do to plan? Who, what is our backup plan? putting together a backup plan and at least the contingency of, well, let's keep records of how I'm spending mom's money just in case mm-hmm. uh, we, we ever need to prove to siblings, prove to heirs, prove to the government if we're asking for assistance from a government program. Um, and, and that's really the lesson. I think, Barb, what you were saying is, is that, um, yeah, by training and habit, you know, lawyers are, are taught to think about the what ifs. And we don't think about like a what if is, well, what if a meteor falls on your house? Yeah. But we have to think about all the things that, that aren't, maybe are not likely to happen, but are not outside of the realm of possibility. And That's somebody, really all we're thinking about. Right. And, and having um, a plan B for someone that needs care instead of just putting all your eggs, so to speak, I'm just full of cliches today, Um, (laughs) putting all your eggs in one basket uh, of this single family member and hoping nothing bad happens. That's Mm -hmm. not really a plan. Well, anyway, um, I guess the lesson for today is put together a plan. You can't assume that tomorrow is going to look like yesterday and Mm -hmm. the care of an elder can be planned. You say that all the time, don't you? Right. Exactly. Well, that's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Take Us McGinnis is a life care planning law firm helping families respond to the legal and financial challenges caused by chronic illness or disability of an elderly loved one. Join us next week for another episode of Aging Starts Now. Thank you for listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast. For more information about today's show, visit tn-elderlaw.com, click on the free resources tab, and then click on Aging Starts Now. You'll find the show notes there. And while you're at it, why not check out all the free resources available at tn-elderlaw.com? Document downloads, the Take Us McGinnis blog, educational videos, informative articles, helpful links, a TV show, and more. It's all there free for the taking. If you enjoy listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, please subscribe, rate the show, or leave us a review. It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. We would love your feedback on the show. Aging Starts Now. We'll be back next week with more candid discussions about challenges created by aging, disability, and unexpected illness. 